Good afternoon, my friends. Bill Allen here, and uh, today is uh, the last of the lessons on the Psalms. We have been looking at these Psalms of praise and prayer and the call that we have uh, in the Psalms to offer up our praise and offer up our prayers to God uh, all through this fall. And uh, today is the last of those lessons. Um, earlier this year, when the pandemic hit and everything shut down, uh, I moved my class on Matthew from our Wednesday night chapel uh, to a Tuesday-Thursday Facebook study. And we finished the Gospel of Matthew. And then in the summer, we went through the book of Acts, which was a very fun study for me. And I hope you enjoyed that. If you haven't listened to those and watched those, you can do those uh, scrolling down my Facebook page or easier. You can go to westerwin.com and click on our social media and resources. Uh, scroll over that and then click on the link that says uh, live streaming page and uh, go down to where it says video archive and then you'll find a whole bunch of lessons even the ones on the song on matthew all the ones on, from acts this summer my previous sermons and a lot of our previous worship services here at west Irwin, and also these lessons from the psalms that we've been going on through uh, this fall uh, we won't have any classes on tuesday and thursday on my facebook page uh, throughout uh, december but I will start up something else on um, on uh, in January, and I'm still kind of thinking about that. So if you have a special request, then just uh, send me a comment on this or an email or something, a Facebook message, and let me know uh, what you think. Um, I also do a Sunday afternoon study, except, of course, uh, we won't be doing one this Sunday uh, at 4 p.m. on my Facebook page from the Book of Philippians is where we've been this fall. But we will continue those for a couple of Sundays in December. And this Sunday, I plan to do a short, a little Thanksgiving-style devotional uh, at 4 p.m. on Sunday afternoon. But today, today is the last lesson on the Psalms. It always saddens me a little bit uh, to finish out a series um, because I put so much into them and I love the Bible so much. And I love preaching and teaching through books of the Bible. I think that's the most disciplined way to do it. That way you get more than just Bill's favorite passages and Bill's agenda, but rather uh, it forces us to consider all of God's word. And so I, I, I love to do it that way. And I'm excited that we've been able to go through the Psalms. And I hope you've enjoyed this study. And I hope that uh, as we'll end today, that you will hear the call to pray the Psalms and read the Psalms and even sing the Psalms. As we've gone through this series, we've seen many of the Psalms that have translated into songs that we sing still today. And uh, and so I hope that uh, that's been something that you have appreciated. Uh, the psalmists call us to honest, joyful worship. Uh, they were honest worshipers. They shared with God their innermost feelings. They shared with God their fears and their anger and their joy as well. Um, the psalmist put real words to our heartfelt feelings, our greatest joys, our deepest fears and struggles, because they were people just like we are, and they went through all the same kinds of things that we do. The Psalms challenge us to look honestly into our hearts and ask ourselves if we are wholeheartedly living a life of worship to our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Psalms call us to do that. Uh, the psalmists, of course, didn't know Jesus, 
but they worshiped the one true and living God, and they trusted in that promise that he would save and that he would deliver and that he would be a real presence. And ultimately, that is fulfilled in the coming of Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, God with us. Uh, what a great, great blessing. The Psalms call us to praise and prayer, trusting in the God who is the creator and sustainer, the vindicator and judge, the savior and king. That's the God that we serve. That's the God that the psalmist served. Uh, and, um, and so I hope that you've enjoyed this study. If you want to brush up a little bit on some introductory things, feel free to go back and look at um, some of the first lessons that we did introducing the psalms and talking about the different types of psalms. And as we end this series, I want us to just look at several of the psalms and read them without comment and, uh, and be able to be reminded of the different types of psalms and the joy and the praise and the honesty and, and the uh, penitence and the worship uh, that we find uh, there. Uh, so uh, I see my friends Larry and Lynn Murphy are here. Eric and Cindy Mosley are here. Y'all have been here almost every single week. Thank you so much, as several others have as well. And, um, and so today, again, we close out this series on the Psalms. And what I thought I would do is just read, read several of the Psalms that are meaningful to me, true, but that also give us a good varied look at, uh, at the book of Psalms. Uh, we will close with the shortest Psalm, Psalm 117. Uh, that is the, the 117th Psalm is the shortest chapter in the whole Bible. Also the middle chapter, I believe most consider it the middle chapter in the Bible as well. But we won't do Psalm 119, I promise, 176 verses. I love that Psalm so much because the longest Psalm is the subject is the Word of God. Um, and I do love that, but we won't do that one uh, today, but we will do many other Psalms. And so with all of that in mind, let's read from the psalmist, shall we? Uh, and I thought that it would be good for us to start with Psalm 1. We won't end with the last one, Psalm 150, nearly Psalm 148. Uh, and we won't read them all, of course, but I will read several. And uh, this is the first one, Psalm 1. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. And then another wonderful Psalm, Psalm 8. Uh, such a great, great Psalm that you'll recognize from a few of our songs as well. Psalm 8. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens. Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet. 
all flocks and herds and the animals of the wild, the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea, all that swim the paths of the sea. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. And then perhaps the most uh, well-known passage of scripture period, certainly the most well-known and cherished of the Psalms, the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And yes, I left my favorite NIV translation for the old traditional authorized version, the King James Version, for that psalm. Um, and that's the way I think it should be read. Okay, Psalm 27, the 27th Psalm, one we just did recently. Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me and my heart will not fear, Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. Verse 6, then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his sacred tent, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice when I call, Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me, God my Savior. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. Do not turn me over to the desire of my foes, for false witnesses rise up against me, spouting malicious accusations. I remain confident of this, verse 13. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. The wonderful Psalm 27. Now Psalm 32, one of those penitential Psalms that David wrote. Blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord does not count against them and in whose spirit is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy on me. My strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. 
I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Therefore, let all the faithful pray to you while you may be found. Surely the rising of the mighty waters will not reach them. Psalm 32, verse 7. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye upon you. Do not be like the horse or the mule, which have no understanding, but must be controlled by bit and bridle, or they will not come to you. Many are the woes of the wicked, but the Lord's unfailing love surrounds the one who trusts in him. Rejoice in the Lord and be glad, you righteous, seeing all you who are upright in heart. Amen. Psalm 42. Psalm 42. You'll recognize the song we sing from this great song right off the bat. Psalm 42. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Where can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night, while people say to me all day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the Mighty One, with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Psalm 42, verse 6. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, the heights of Hermon from Mount Mizar. Deep calls to deep, and the roar of your waterfalls, all your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day, the Lord directs his love. At night, his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forsaken me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal ag agony as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, where is your God? Verse 11, why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Incredible psalm. And now Psalm 90, the 90th psalm, one of the few psalms of Moses uh, that we read <clears throat> in the Psalter, according to the headings that we've talked about so much. Psalm 90. <clears throat> Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generations. <coughs> Excuse me. Before the mountains were born, Psalm 90, verse 2, or you brought forth the whole world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. <clears throat> you turned people back to dust, saying, return to dust, you mortals. A thousand years in your sight are like a day that has just gone by, or like a watch in the night. Yet you sweep people away in the sleep of death. They are like the new grass of the morning. In the morning it springs up new, but by evening it is dry and withered. <clears throat> Verse 7, we are consumed by your anger and terrified by your indignation. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. All our days pass away under your wrath. We finish our years with a moan. Our days may come to 70 years or 80 if our strength endures. 
Yet the best of them are but trouble and sorrow, for they quickly pass and we fly away. If only we knew the power of your anger. Your wrath is as great as the fear that is your due. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Verse 13, relent, Lord, how long will it be? Have compassion on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your unfailing love that we may sing for joy and be glad all our days. Make us glad for as many days as you have inflicted us, for as many years as we have seen trouble. May your deeds be shown to your servants, your splendor to their children. May the favor of the Lord our God rest on us. Establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. (coughs) Excuse me. Have to get a sacred drink. Mm. Perfect. Okay, we go from Psalm 90, that great Psalm of Moses. From everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. You remember Charlton Heston saying that? Okay, Psalm 100 is one of, a wonderful call to worship. I just love this psalm so much. And we do sing it um, uh, from a few different songs. Psalm 100. <clears throat> Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Great call to worship, Psalm 100. Now Psalm 110, that you'll recognize a few of the New Testament writers remembering this psalm. Psalm 110. The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Jesus, quoting that psalm. Verse 2, the Lord will extend your mighty scepter from Zion, saying, rule in the midst of your enemies. Your troops will be willing on on the day of battle. Arrayed in holy splendor, your young men will come to you like dew from the morning's womb. Verse 4, the Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek, one of the writer of Hebrews' favorite verses. The Lord is at your right hand. He will crush kings on the day of his wrath. He will judge the nations, heaping up the dead and crushing the rulers of the whole earth. He will drink from a brook along the way. And so he will lift his head high. Great psalm. Psalm 121. Another great psalm that we have a hymn or two after, one that's very familiar to us that have been in the church for a while, um, unto the hills. Psalm 121, I lift my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot sleep, slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going both now and forevermore. Makes you want to sing that great hymn, doesn't it? Two more. Psalm 125. 
Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be shaken, but endures forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people both now and forevermore. What a great song we sing now. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people both now and forevermore. Psalm 125 verse 3. The scepter of the wicked will not remain. Over the land allotted to the righteous, for then the righteous might use their hands to do evil. Lord, do good to those who are good, to those who are upright in heart. But those who turn to crooked ways, the Lord will banish with the evildoers. Peace beyond Israel. And then before we close with the shortest psalm in the Bible, let's read slash sing, if you want, Psalm 148. Uh, this psalm is the uh, source of a couple of our hymns, Praise the Lord, Ye Heavens Adore Him, uh, based on how it reads in the newer translations, and Hallelujah, Praise Jehovah, how it reads in that King James Version. Uh, wonderful hymns, other songs as well, uh, that praises God and calls on all of creation <clears throat> to join in praising God, ultimately cl the climactic point of mankind, the greatest of God's creation called to join all of creation in praise to the Lord. Psalm 148. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights above. Praise him all his angels. Praise him all his heavenly hosts. Praise him sun and moon. Praise him all you shining stars. Praise him you highest heavens and you waters above the skies. Verse five, let them praise the name of the Lord for at his command they were created. And he established them forever and ever. He issued a decree that will never pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures in all ocean depths, lightning and hail, snow and clouds, stormy winds that do his bidding. You mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, small creatures and flying birds. Verse 11. Kings of the earth and all nations, you princes and all rulers on earth, young men and women, old men and children. Verse 13, let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His splendor is above the earth and the heavens, and he has raised up for his people a horn, the praise of all his faithful servants of Israel, the people close to his heart. Praise the Lord. And his glory is exalted, and his glory is exalted, and his glory is exalted far above the earth and sky. Love that hymn. Hallelujah. Praise Jehovah. Taken word for word almost right out of the King James Version of Psalm 148. Well, before we read this last psalm, Psalm 117, a question, where do we go from here? Um, we finished the Psalms. What do you do with the Psalms? Now it's one of my favorite books. Uh, absolutely one of my favorite books. Um, and so a few things. First of all, read the Psalms. Read the Psalms. They're wonderful. They're so encouraging. They're so honest. Um, read the Psalms. Secondly, sing the Psalms as I have done, as you've noticed several times in this study, almost every single lesson. Uh, it's been kind of hard for me to not break out in a hymn or a song uh, that, that speaks to us about 
uh, these wonderful psalms that we've been reading. Read the psalms. Sing the psalms. And then third, pray the psalms. The psalms are a book, a songbook, yes, but they're especially a book of prayer. They, they reach out to God in the most honest of ways. They're heartfelt. All of the emotions from great joy to great anxiety and fear to great anger uh, to great penitence uh, to great relief. Uh, everything is found in the Psalms. So read the Psalms, sing the Psalms, and pray the Psalms. And so as we close, we'll close with the shortest chapter in all the Bible, the middle chapter of the Bible, uh, Psalm 117, this call to praise uh, of our God. Psalm 117, praise the Lord, all you nations, extol him, all you peoples, for great is his love toward us, and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'll see you in January when we start a new Tuesday, Thursday Facebook Bible study. May God bless you.